0: Today, Apple has blocked a popular email app that used ChatGPT technology inside of it from posting an update to their app. And this is something that has a lot of implications for the entire industry as a whole, especially considering the news of ChatGPT's API that came out yesterday. So today on the podcast, we're going to be diving into what this means exactly for the industry and what is going on in this particular case. So um, essentially what is happening is, apple who if you aren't in software what happens is every time you want to make an update to your app and every time you want to add new features you have to resubmit it to apple they'll have a person manually review it make sure you're following all of their protocol um, and if everything looks good they approve the app goes live on the app store now recently there has been an app called blue mail which is not a new app but um, it's an email app and they have integrated ChatGPT technology to help people with writing their emails and Apple has blocked uh, Blue Mail, and they, they gave them a little uh, a blurb about why they blocked them. They said, your app includes AI-generated content but does not appear to include content filtering at this time. Um, and essentially what they're saying is that they would like Blue Mail to update their app and say that it's only for people that are 17 years and older um, because it could, you know, uh, have content, like essentially they're saying that the AI built into this email thing, could say things that are inappropriate, sexual, reference drugs, or other things like that. So it's pretty interesting. Um, Of course, Volach, who's the CEO of Blue Mail, is, you know, vehemently denying (laughs) that, you know, there's this issue. And furthermore, I, I think the point he makes is, you know, there's hundreds, maybe thousands, of these apps that have integrated ChatGPT. Personally, I created an app um, called Self Pause. It's an AI life coach, and we use Chat GPT um, technology, mostly different APIs from Open AI. But we have a whole bunch of these AI life uh, coaches and these life AI chats that people can go on and talk about their problems and, and work through them, um, help set goals and and whatnot. And so we're kind of like the first AI life coach, but we're doing the exact same thing. So the implications in this are pretty massive because if Apple's telling people that you know they have to shut their uh, if they have to put content warnings and put restrictions and stuff on their app, when all of this is just coming from OpenAI, it, it's pretty—it's uh, a pretty big implication. Essentially, you know, no one under 17, assuming people put their correct age on their accounts, would be able to use ChatGPT technology integrated into apps. And what's interesting is, um, you know, BlueMail, it, it probably has like, sp- it's not just an open pipe to ChatGPT. Um, it's probably got like custom prompts and scripts and things written in there so that it's like harnessing the power of chat gpt um, to be able to write different areas write different things for your email probably helps auto generate titles or um, subject lines help auto generate emails and whatnot but it's not necessarily like pretty much what i'm envisioning this would look like if i was writing a using chat gpt to write like an email helper i would have a prompt in there so you're on your email app i would have a prompt in there that says read the previous email based off of that come up with a reply um and so you know it, it's not like this thing is just like an open fire hose to open ai and it's going to come up with something completely crazy or inappropriate it, it's just going to be replying to people's stuff so i think it's uh, a little bit unfair of apple and apparently uh they agree there's thousands of ChatGPT like apps that have been published. And so, um, you know, if they're trying to kind of curb innovation on this one, it's going to affect everybody. So it's going to be pretty interesting to to see what happens here. I think that, you know, we've seen a lot of controversy around this area in general and OpenAI has actually to this point tried to, you know, um, put a bunch of trust and safety features which also have their own controversy, but they've been trying to put their own trust and safety features on there. So I think, um, you know, this thing isn't really built to to say anything that's too off the rails um, that you would need those kind of, uh, I guess, age restrictions on and whatnot. Um, so it's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens there. Um, at the moment, Blue Mail is fighting back and saying that they don't uh, need, you know, this new restrictions. Um, And they said that they've been able to update their Android Blue Mail app on Google Play on their App Store. So, you know, this is completely fine on Google Play, which has, you know, also really strict rules um, for everything the same as Apple. And Apple, it's kind of interesting that it feels like they're kind of targeting this one specific company. And if you think that that is all the controversy around the story, I will bring up one other thing that is pretty interesting. Apparently, this is not Blue Mail's First run in uh, with Apple. So, in the past, Apple actually um, went and removed Blue Mail in 2019 when they had. So, essentially, what Apple did is they, they came up with this new thing. You know, everyone used to have this like sign in with Google or sign in with Facebook, and Apple wanted to be, you know, join the cool kid club and have a sign in with Apple. And, you know, they said it was for more security and, and safety and being anonymous because essentially, if you sign in with Apple on apps, Um, you can hide your email so the app doesn't know what your email is. Um, And so, anyways, Apple rolls this out, and they, I guess, didn't implement it fast enough, and they actually went and removed BlueMail from its Mac app store. Um, And, you know, they said it was due to security concerns or whatever, and, uh, you know, then They went and they said that there was no security concerns. And so Apple eventually went and ended up approving the app many months later and putting it back on. But um, in my opinion, I almost wonder, you know, so actually that went to a lawsuit. They tried to sue Apple and a federal judge dismissed the case saying that they didn't have enough evidence of Apple's monopoly power and anti-competitive behavior. But it's kind of interesting because Apple has their own email app. And so uh, this whole Blue Mail thing, which essentially lets you put your email onto uh, you know uh, a different email app technically is directly competing against iOS's email app so it's kind of interesting you know they tried doing the lawsuit it didn't work um but i will say what is interesting is that the antitrust lawyer Jonathan Cantor, who is hired by you know um who is hired by the legal team at Blue Mail um he is he's a legal counsel in their antitrust case against Apple and in 2021 that same lawyer took over as head of the antitrust division at the US Justice Department, which is currently pursuing its own antitrust investigation into Apple. So I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen there. It's pretty interesting. Obviously, when you see these massive tech giants, Apple and Google with I, essentially it's a duopoly uh, over the App Store Um when someone comes and kind of threatens one of their in-house apps and it looks like they're retaliating, it's not a very good look. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Apple in this case, if they're able to, you know, kind of, uh, make these chat GPT apps, uh, obey them pretty much. Um, and if they're going to roll this out to all chat GPT apps, like all apps that are using this technology, it is kind of interesting. They're specifically targeting an app that uh, they previously have had a beef with so that really doesn't look good as far as uh, anti-trust and anti-competitive perspective but it'll be interesting to see how this story rolls out in the future thank you for listening to today's podcast episode breaking down how ai is impacting your industry today's episode is sponsored by ai box a no-code ai app builder and marketplace which just launched a crowdfunding campaign